1: Alright, welcome everybody back to Cheergating This is officially episode 19 Last week, kind of a dumpster fire for us Totally on my end, I fucked up uh, Didn't record what Jay was saying, only recorded what I was saying So actually I should post that as like a special episode Because that's probably the best one yet Because they just get to hear all my takes
2: Yeah, I didn't realize that you actually, you still had it recorded I, I had it recorded for me recorded.
1: Nope, I had it recorded for me year-end didn't record. Um, I don't really blame it completely on me. I blame it on my Mac product. So um, I bought this Mac after, I guess, since Tim Cook has been CEO. So I'm thinking there there's something to do with him. So I'll probably mm-hmm. just push the blame back onto Tim Cook because he kind of deserves it.
2: Yeah, I just always want him CEO. Yeah. So
1: this episode, we're just going to do a real quick uh, recap rundown of the last week's games since we didn't have a – Episode to discuss them, so let's get into.
0: Hello, come
1: right in. Rock flag and eagle. All right, so as previously mentioned. we're going to do a quick recap of last week's games. Jay, do you got those?
2: Yeah, so even though you know there's no one to prove that we did this, we actually did record all of our picks and made all 20 picks, just like we always do. Um, so I do have these up and just take my word for it because, uh, like I said, there's no one to hold me accountable here. But um, on the week, I won 14 out of 20, and you probably had your worst week yet. Actually, maybe second worst behind the previous week, and you won only 11 out of 20.
1: Oh, snap! Have you taken the lead?
2: Which means, yeah, which means that I've officially taken the lead by a comfortable two-game margin. Oh, shit! Because I, I came into the week only down one.
1: To be fair, I was camping with my girlfriend this weekend, so I can't really prove any of this, and neither can our listeners. So we're just gonna, I guess, have to blindly listen to you on this which is probably not a good idea. I don't know what you camping
2: this weekend has to do with any of your picks because you made those prior to the weekend.
1: Well, I was in the middle of nowhere. I had no uh, cell coverage. I couldn't check any of the games. I have no idea what happened.
2: Yeah, but that doesn't affect the picks that you made on Wednesday.
1: Well, who knows uh, if any of these scores are real. I didn't personally see them on TV. You know, It's kind of like I didn't personally witness us landing on the moon, so I don't know if that actually happened.
2: All right, well, I'll just go through, run, run through these real quick. Um, we had Memphis-Houston. That was a Thursday night game where we both picked Houston, and the pick looked real good until halftime. I
1: did watch that uh, game, and I was and really, then, really angry yeah. at a bar publicly.
2: Yeah, you, you sent me text that said, oops, I guess that was a good thing we didn't uh, send out this podcast to Be- record it. Because-, because
1: I did say, I'm only picking Houston because I went there. I think Memphis is going to win. And, um, I yeah, I was right and I was wrong.
2: You could probably actually just insert that little sound bite into this episode since you recorded your audio, you know? Yeah, just
1: talking about why I think we'll lose. I think I was pretty accurate. I will say the reason they lost, I, I know I'm not going to go too detailed. We didn't want to take up too much time on this. Um, but for all my Houston fans that listen, the reason we lost, one, Major Applewhite. It's the same fucking problem I've been saying since, since preseason, since we lost to SCSU in the bowl game last year. He fucking sucks, and he's got to go. He does not know how to call plays. He does not know how to adjust in the second half. Speaking of which, I have a shirt up on our T Public site. It's pretty fucking hilarious. It's the Dave Chappelle character, Um, and it says, uh, second-half adjustments have ruined my life. That shirt is dedicated to all Houston fans because he doesn't know how to adjust. It was fucking embarrassing, and then our defensive backs just did not know how to stop the pass all of a sudden in the second half. They, like, forgot how to play football.
2: Okay, Is that your rant? That was my rant. Continue. Um, Moving on, there's a Friday night game, Marshall MTSU. We both picked Marshall. That was a win for both of us. Boom. Um, Then uh, another Friday night game, Air Force at Nevada. We both win Air Force, another win. So we we went into the weekend, uh, both two and one. Not bad. Um, But then starting Saturday, it was Iowa Northwestern. We both went wrong there. We both picked Iowa. Um, Tulsa at UConn. We both picked Tulsa, which was incorrect. Um, and I think I was actually pretty confident in Tulsa in our preview. <laughs> but UConn, they won, uh, what, like 20 to 16, I think. is pretty pretty close game. Finally starting to turn the season around. Um, Oklahoma State, that's Texas. We both picked the Pokes. Uh, that was a very close game. Since you didn't watch any of these, I guess you would know. But I
1: did watch the recap of that one.
2: Went into overtime, yeah. Oklahoma Anytime State got the Longhorns
1: close. lose, I'm going to watch the recap.
2: Yeah, they've been... I mean, it seems like they've been competitive in all our games, even losses. So, I mean, I guess silver lining for Texas?
1: Well, um, I do have the recording of me saying that I could see Texas winning that game because of how good their defense has been. And their defense was good. They stopped a really powerful offense.
2: Definitely, yeah. Very impressive. Um, Louisville at Florida State. We both went Florida State. For some reason, we keep picking Florida State, or I do at least. Um, and Louisville came and, and beat them. Um Iowa State at Texas Tech. We both picked Texas Tech and That was really bad. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It's just it's the same thing. I keep picking Florida State and I keep picking against Iowa State.
1: I will say we picked like the worst year to start this podcast because this football season is fucking nuts.
2: Yeah, well it's just gonna it's just gonna make us more prepared for next season. That's true. So I think we were all um we'd picked the same games all the way up until the western Michigan at Eastern Michigan game. Yeah. Where I picked the correct matchup on that one.
1: That one, you just got lucky. That was a toss up.
2: No, that was complete knowledge. Yeah. Okay. Right, right, right. You're Uh, a big Mac guy. And then we continue on my hot streak. Um, Buffalo at Miami. Um, we split that one. I went Miami, you went Buffalo.
1: I'm surprised by that. I I had more faith in, uh, my bulls. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Um, continuing in the Mac, uh, Central Michigan at Ball State. Uh, you correct, you picked correctly on this one. Uh, as I went with Ball State.
1: Wow, you're stupid.
2: Uh, and then Indiana at Michigan State. We both went to Michigan State here. Uh, Sparty keeps rolling. By the way, Georgia Southern.
1: Uh, when they beat Michigan, I said, "Are they a conference contender?" And you said, "No way." What do you say now?
2: Uh, you're gonna have to pull up that soundbite because I don't remember saying that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said they're definitely not a conference contender.
2: Go find it, and I'll believe you.
1: Okay, I will. I'll insert it right here.
2: All right, we're back. Uh, Georgia Southern at UMass, we talked about this game because neither team had a win. And so we, we figured that a team would come out with a win. We weren't super confident. We figured maybe there was a chance that both of them came out with a loss. <laughs> um, but UMass just came in and stomped them. They put up like 55, uh, held Georgia Southern to 20 and actually got their coach fired. So, uh, quite an eventful week for Georgia Southern.
1: Yeah. I actually have, uh, some things to say about that later.
2: Yeah. So we both picked UMass, um, and we're both correct on that one. Oregon at UCLA, we split this one. I went Oregon, went UCLA. Uh, you were correct on that one. That's right, represent. So I don't know where, I, I guess I start beating you right here because it seems like we're about even so far. Yeah,
1: honestly, I'm a little confused, but let's <laughs> let's see how this goes. Let's see what you're yeah, we've Yeah,
2: because we've got about like seven or eight more games. North Texas at Florida Atlantic, we split this one. I went Florida Atlantic, and I got this correct. Um, so that, you were very confident in, in North Texas this week.
1: I was. I'm a little disappointed. I thought they were going to be better than they were. You were right. You said you didn't want to pick against um, Kiffin. Uh, Kiffin, and you were right. There you Yo, go. Let me
2: check the score to that game. Was that – let me – hold on. Oh, wow. Yeah, they stomped, they stomped North Texas. 69-31. Kiffin's offense has really been rolling really all well, that's year. That's kind of what he's known for. So. <laughs> there are two losses to Navy and Wisconsin. I love uh, checking Twitter now um, because Kiffin's just this, like – He's really trying to be fun on Twitter and try and get that right. brand going.
1: Right, right, right.
2: And he like resp- he replies to people funny, and it's it's kind of like a fast food company, like when when Wendy's, Wendy's responds yep. to people. Yep. And people just love it because they assume that these people are just robots.
1: Yeah. Um. Recently, he had that one with the kid playing NCAA 2012, exactly, 2013, yeah. and he beat Alabama. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was pretty great.
2: My favorite part about that is if if you scroll through the replies, it's all Tennessee fans. Like, we want you back, please. Like, <laughs> I told you,
1: yeah, I think. Well, I think I said it in the last episode, so no one's gonna hear. It. But yeah, we talked about <laughs> is he actually a possibility for Tennessee? And, uh, no, I don't think so. But it's just the really people. Fun the people love it. him though. So he's a man of the That's people.
2: Rough. That's rough. Uh, moving on, and Louisiana Monroe and the daughters at, at South Alabama. I went South Alabama. You went Monroe. And I was correct on that one. South Obama came out with the win. Yep. Um, Utah State at UNLV. We both went Utah State here, and we're both correct. My here here's a big one. The game that I was in attendance for this weekend. BYU traveling to Greenville at ECU. Mm-hmm. I went with the Pirates, and you went with BYU. And BYU just continues their extremely rough season.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This proves it too. This this really does prove it because ECU is not a good team.
2: No. And like if it was competitive and you just grind out a win that's that's one thing but just getting ran out of the building is is a completely another thing
1: yeah yeah and i mean as you know um is not always an easy place to play i know it's a g5 place but i mean they, they fill that sucker up
2: yeah they do they have a lot of fan support even well not as much this year it's been um a little more dead in the, in the tailgating section but still, this this yeah that place loves their their football yeah, and
1: they're a notorious G five program for bringing fans in.
2: Yeah, um, and it's just been lackluster performance. I mean, I think the over under I was looking at it earlier preseason uh, win totals for BYU were at nine, maybe nine and a half,
1: hmm.
2: um, and they they're sitting at one win right now. I think they're one and seven. Jesus, so I don't it's know what Portland the biggest state I believe right. I don't know what the biggest. Uh, like disappointment or I don't know if there's a term for it underperformance compared to the Vegas expectation is, but this has got to be up there,
1: yeah, yeah, no. I, I guess we haven't kept up with all of them, but the ones we have kept up with this is definitely the biggest
2: yeah, one in seven uh looks like they've got some winnable games towards towards the end of their schedule Who? but well, San Jose State they're playing this week
1: oh yeah, okay uh
2: Fresno state's a loss um, unlv's a toss up. Umass, I mean honestly, well, honestly I would, I would at, like this, to say at this at this point
1: is, is San Jose a guaranteed win?
2: Uh well, San Jose State's 1 and 7 as well and yeah, they, I can't, know, but they can't even move the ball. I don't um, know if
1: it's necessarily a guaranteed win with how bad BYU has been playing. Yeah.
2: I mean, yeah, I'm
1: they would take a similar loss that BYU just took to ECU.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you're just looking at that one game as your sample size, then yes. But you
1: could look at like any of the games, Look at the season they you know, they've series. had a close
2: loss to Utah. They had a close loss to Utah State. Um, obviously they didn't do well against LSU or or Mississippi State, or even Boise State. But still, <laughs> I like I'd like to say that BYU will beat San Jose State. Yeah, moving I, it, on, we've, I would we've put spent money on that. We spent too much time on, on on BYU. We if
1: we spend any time on BYU, we spend too much time on BYU.
2: Correct. Yeah. No unless Mormons. Those, no Mormons listen to
1: this fucking shitty ass motherfucking podcast
2: unless it's the byu barstool twitter account
1: yeah that's true well uh, we drink beer and cuss on this podcast i really don't think we have we have a big mormon following
2: uh and then we we conformed to the last three picks uh, southern miss at louisiana tech we both got that correct picking southern miss uh southern Cal at notre dame we were both i don't know we were, we we're pretty confident in notre dame on that one and they they just stomped southern Cal.
1: wow yeah they really did like really did
2: Uh, And then, finally, Arizona at California to round out the the weekend. Uh, We both picked Arizona, and Khalil Tate is just still unstoppable. Um, Really looking like he's saving his coaches his job.
1: Yeah, that's essentially what he's doing.
2: So, yeah, that was the week. Uh, Like I said, I won 14 out of 20, and you won 11 out of 20. Still not sure
1: how that math adds up, but okay.
2: 99
1: to 97. okay. Um. Still seems a little sketchy to me, but I guess I'll take your word for it.
2: Yes, yeah, so that was definitely the quickest we've done that week. All previously. right. Yeah.
1: No, that's good. I like that. We should probably do them quicker like that. So I guess instead of actually like posting these podcasts, I'll just delete you and we'll just have to keep doing quick recaps. Uh, moving on, I'm going to talk about biggest losers of the week.
0: You're a loser. Are you feeling sorry for yourself? Well, you should be because you are dirt. You make me sick, you big baby.
1: This is a segment I started like two weeks ago. It has nothing to do with Jay because any entertaining thing we do on this podcast usually doesn't. I'm going to start with the biggest loser, Butch Jones. Um, saw this one coming. Pretty much exactly what he couldn't let happen but we all knew would happen happened. Uh they got pumbled by Alabama forty five to seven, pretty much guaranteeing his volunteer coaching death sentence. What do you think, Jay? They gotta replace him, right?
2: Yeah, I mean and if you if you look at their, their upcoming schedule, um they are sitting at, you know, three and four on the year. But I mean they have some winnable games. Uh they could actually well, end up week, in a bowl. This weekend they could, yeah, they could still end up in a bowl though. Um and, I mean, would that be enough to salvage the job? Who knows, but I think defi-
1: what he needed to do to salvage his job, in hindsight, obviously, just, like, be a better coach. But he had to not get completely, like, stomped by Alabama this week, uh, last weekend. And, obviously, he was going to, but he needed to figure out a way to at least not get embarrassed. And, of course, they did. So, I just, I don't know. I, I don't see the alumni. I don't see the administration wanting to back him anymore.
2: Well, let's yeah, let's look at their at their at his losses. It's two blowout losses to Alabama and Georgia, which are you know two top three teams in the country, and then two very close one touchdown games to Florida and South Carolina. So, you know, a, one play in between those two games, and he's four and three, and yeah, he's still in the hot seat, but maybe not as hot. It's just kind of weird how one play can can end up changing the narrative on this.
1: Yeah, but also uh, for whatever reason, because I guess they still like pretend it's the nineties. I think a lot of UT alumni and administration view themselves at the level of at least Georgia. No. I, I think they do. I, I think we no, both know I think, they're not, but I yeah. think they kind of still view themselves like that. And the fact that they're getting shut out by Georgia and Alabama to two programs that they hate, I, I just don't think he's going to be able to stay around.
2: No. And I think, I mean, yeah, the, the 90s were obviously a great time for Tennessee, but.
0: was not the actual voice of a winner. Todd is in love. Sarah, I've never felt this way before. But he's about to find out that sometimes when you chase after love...
1: I'm moving to Paris.
0: ...you've got to step on the gas. Because this isn't your classic holiday rom-com. It's a Nissan event ad. Wait, what? Featuring a powerful performance by Nissan Rogue. Oh, come on, come
1: on. Todd?
0: I'm coming with you.
1: Get 2.59% APR
0: financing for 36 months on road. Get your heart racing at Nissan's Thrill of the Drive event.
1: Availability is limited. Shop at your local Nissan store or at nissanusa.com.
0: Don't let true love or these offers slip away.
1: For well-qualified buyers, 2.59% APR financing for 36 months on new 2023 Nissan Rogue and dealer stock. Example zero down payment.
0: 36 months financing at twenty eight ninety per month for 1000 financed. Actual down payment may vary. Subject to residency restrictions and NMAC credit approval. Not all buyers qualify. Dealer contribution may affect price set by dealer. Dealer sets actual price. Contact dealer for details. Ends 1-3-23.
2: Fanbase and their boosters and their, you know, their support cast really overrates what they think their program is. I agree. Relative to the SEC. Like I think it's as much history as you have and as big as Nealon is, um, it's not an easy place to recruit to.
1: No, not at all. Knoxville, Tennessee? No, yeah. it's not. But you are in the SEC East, you know. It's a that's a relatively winnable division. Uh you do have the largest football stadium, you know, in, in the SEC. Well, I guess maybe after A and M. But still, I mean uh, you should be contending for the SEC East every single year, in my opinion.
2: Yeah. Um, I understand it's like, not
1: an easy job, but eh, with the money and the backing that they have there, they should at least be like in talks for the SEC East title. You're not going to beat Alabama. That's okay. But I think as long as they put up a close game against Georgia and Florida every year, they would be happy.
2: I mean, Nashville's not flooded with talent. Memphis is far enough away from Knoxville that you know Ole Miss has kind of got uh, Ole Miss and Memphis now now being a better program. uh, Vanderbilt, well, I can't say Vanderbilt anymore, but (laughs) you're not going to go out and out recruit Georgia out of their own state. You're not going to go out recruit Alabama in their own state. Um, It's just it's not the easiest place to recruit to, and then you've got to play Alabama talent. It's, You've got to play Alabama every year across the division, so it's like yeah. that's almost a guaranteed loss every season.
1: You're stuck in the Appalachian Mountains; the talent's not there. So, oh. yeah, I, I agree. You have to really recruit heavily away from Knoxville, and I don't know. The, I just think the school still expects that, and he's not going to do it. So of
2: course, and that's just that's the the bad part about trying to coach in the sec is well it's it's good and bad you're going to get paid better than anybody else but you're also going to have expectations that will maybe affect your job security pretty, i also
1: pretty. i also think their expectations are too high but i also think that tennessee does deserve better
2: than butch jones
1: yeah than what they're getting now i think they honestly deserve better i don't think they should be this bad I know their recruiting yeah, an issue, yeah. but they have so much money and so much support.
2: Well, and they've, they've recruited really well. I mean, for all these things that we're talking about, they've recruited extremely well these right. past few seasons.
1: Right. So I think they do have some expectations that are reasonable, um, or at least they think that they could afford to keep up those expectations, and they probably can't. Um, anyway, moving on, my next biggest loser of the week is the people that say Texas football is back. Texas. Um, the Longhorns are now 3-4, and four, with a losing record after their loss to OK State at home. Although they have two more guaranteed wins over Baylor and Kansas, they still have to play TCU, West Virginia, and Texas Tech. They could, honestly, I, I could easily see them finishing this season 5-7 and seven and missing yet another bowl game.
2: Yeah, it's, I mean, I know you don't feel bad for them because you definitely do not, are not a fan of Texas, but it is hard for me to, to see this because...
1: I think All their hilarious. losses have
2: been very competitive. Um, and I, think,
1: just... I think it's hilarious just because I went to a college in Texas. And, I mean, you, you know, growing up here, Longhorn fans are very cocky for good reasons. You know, they most of their lives, the Longhorns have always been really, really good, you know, national uh, competitors. But now <laughs> for like, I guess now four years in a row or five years in a row, was it, yeah, five years in a row, they've just like not been good. And I just think it's hilarious. Yeah. All, all the while, other smaller Texas schools have been benefiting from it, which is great. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't mind seeing that. So, I can't wait to hear just every week people say Texas football is back. Um, Georgia Southern, my next uh, biggest loser of the week. We were talking about this a little bit earlier. Uh, after an embarrassing 20-55 to 55 loss to UMass, another team that we've talked about is maybe the worst team in the co- uh, country. Um, I think it's now fair to say that the Eagles are officially the worst team in the FBS with, with zero wins. You're a loser! Yeah, maybe UTEP. Them and UTEP. UTEP's
2: get, yeah, UTEP's got put up five.
1: Yeah, them and UTEP. It's kind of like a tie right now. Um, so they fired their head coach, Chad Lunsford, And, um, honestly, I think that's a good move. He wasn't running that triple option like they usually do there, which has been so successful. Um, And I think they just need to find a coach that will. So Yeah. Yeah, Georgia Southern. I guess biggest losers, but in a sense, I think they might come out winners with uh, finding a new head coach that'll just run what they need to run.
2: Wait, Uh, I thought thought Lunsford was the interim.
1: Oh, you're right, Chad Lunsford. He is the interim that's right he's the guy that's now coaching sorry
2: it was Tyson Summers
1: yeah uh we'll edit that I'm actually not gonna edit I'm not gonna go back and edit this that's too much work but we corrected ourselves already so there you go um number four which is in my opinion the number one biggest loser of the week this isn't in any certain order this is just me writing shit earlier uh Houston with (laughs) yeah with two back-to-back conference losses the Cougs look like a complete second-half disaster of a team with Major Applewhite running a talented team into the ground. And for reference, I have a really, really fun stats. Um, These are stats from the Tulsa and Memphis games, so back-to-back weeks, only for second-half. These are only second-half stats against Houston. They allowed 80 points, 624 yards in offense, and touchdowns on 11 of 13 drives. Not to mm, mention, no,
2: that's not great. Not
1: to mention, Houston led at half in both games. What?
2: That's not, yeah.
1: That's honestly, at a certain point, you have to step back and say, that's kind of impressive. Like, how do you run a team into the ground that much?
2: Hey, well, you know, there's, a, there's at least a silver lining because you know who they're playing this week.
1: How's how that a silver lining?
2: They're playing ECU this weekend.
1: No, they're playing USF.
2: No, Houston's playing ECU on Saturday. Wrong.
1: So nah. I have no hope for this team anymore, and I'm just waiting for the day that Major Applewhite gets fired. The guy, Damn. the guy doesn't know how to coach. He doesn't. I'm, I'm, I mean, I like him, like I guess as a coordinator, but he does not know how to coach. He is just, he has no idea how to make second half adjustments, and that's just gonna kill you as a head coach. Um, you know everything I say about Tom Herman, but at least the guy knew how to coach. At least he knew how to adjust his team. And maybe he underprepared for certain games. Yeah, you can pick weaknesses of every head coach. But at least he knew how to fucking win. This is a talented team. You know, they should have maybe one loss. Maybe. Probably not. Even one loss. I think they could have beat Texas Tech. This could be an undefeated team. And, I mean, it's just... Okay, sorry. I'll stop ranting. But it's just... That fucking pisses me off. Can't wait till he gets fired. They should have hired Lincoln Riley when they had the chance. Moving on... Uh, for my number five biggest loser of the week, and this is this one's a little a uh, little different. I ch- I mix it up a little bit. This one's not about college sports. I'm putting ESPN as the biggest loser of the week. Do you know why?
2: Uh, I've got a feeling.
1: Yeah. About I'm the barstool thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure all of our listeners already know this um, about the their decision to fire or stop airing. Um, Barstool Van talk with the, uh, pardon my take boys, I just think that was so fucking stupid. Um, obviously, I have a soft spot, soft spot in my heart for Barstool, because, you know, I've listened to them for, I've listened to a lot of their podcasts for a long time. Kept up with them for a long time. They were kind of the ones that like made me believe that two average fucking guys with no journalistic experience could just start a podcast and start blogging about sports. So, yeah, I mean they lost pretty much, you know, the people that already weren't fans of ESPN just really hate them now. People like me. All 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 of us millennials still hate ESPN.
2: Just yeah, a little bit Yeah, I just didn't think it was a good move. Like either don't bring them on because you knew what kind of baggage they brought or just or just do, it'll just keep that on for the next 20 episodes like they had scheduled because all this does is just show weakness for ESPN.
1: Absolutely. And honestly, it sucks for uh, part of My Take, but Barstool comes out looking better.
2: Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, I know the, the part of My Take guys are embarrassed. Um, they mentioned that on their episode, but it's just like they have nothing to be embarrassed about. They didn't, they didn't have anything to do with this.
1: No, they had nothing to be embarrassed about. They've always put out the best quality. When it comes to a sports podcast, even just radio in general, they're the best because they're funny. They're fucking hilarious. I wish I was as funny as them because they present good content and they're actually funny about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, ESPN just looks like a dead horse again. They just they, they flopped. And, uh, you know, shit like that. I'm not going to get into politics or anything, but the whole PC America thing is just just it's going to ruin shit like ESPN because they fall for it. And Barstool doesn't, and that's why they keep succeeding. So, uh, for any of our listeners, we won't be fucking PC, you fucking pussies.
0: take Stop talking to us like children. Get the fuck out of here.
1: All right, cool. Cunts. Um, all right, moving on. You got some news? You want to talk about the UNC basketball player?
2: Yeah, it's kind of interesting to talk about basketball right now, since it's the middle of football season, and... College basketball doesn't start for another month-ish.
1: Yeah, NBA hasn't started yet either.
2: But, uh Because yeah, baseball's okay. still on. <laughs> but this, I mean, this is part of our territory, so I figure we need to talk about it. Let's get into it. Uh, Joel Berry, the starting point guard from the uh, defending national champion, North Carolina Tar Heels, right down the street from me.
1: Yep, yep.
2: Uh, broke his hands. I think it was last week I don't, I don't know why this is being released today but broke his hand after punching a door from losing a video game to theo pinson one of his teammates so uh yeah they're playing 2k and he said quote it was just a freak accident i mean i think we've all been there before
1: yeah it's completely
2: justifiable
1: i understand i punch shit all the time houston lost i was punching the, uh, the top of the bar they pretty much had to kick me out it's understandable yeah.
2: The problem is you don't need your hand as bad as he does.
1: Yeah. Now, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know, you can't you can't always expect uh, these college athletes to... You know, he wasn't going out and getting hookers. He wasn't doing drugs. He just freaked out because he lost a video game. Totally understandable. Uh, it sucks. I get it. But what are you going to do? It's going to happen.
2: Yeah, I mean, I feel like he could spin this. And then when he goes for the draft this upcoming season he could just like spin it into well this is how competitive i am
1: i was just gonna say that i'm that competitive of a guy even if it's not reality it's virtual reality i'm that competitive i need to win
2: yeah i'm just willing i'm willing to break my hand um and sit out for a month just if it if it means that i can show my teammates how much i care about winning
1: yeah and uh you know not uh, i don't know what kind of details have been released with this story but Whatever team he wants to get drafted by, he could be like, I was playing with said team and we didn't win, and I was so angry because said team didn't win that I had to punch something.
2: Yeah. So just expect me when you when you draft me and whatever we lose, I'm gonna punch something that yeah. hard.
1: Yeah. Exactly. I'm always gonna punch shit because I love the I love the Charlotte Hornets that much. Draft me first first round.
2: He's definitely getting picked by the Hornets because the Hornets always pick some North Carolina senior. That's seems what I'm like.
1: saying. There you go. He's a. He's a diehard Hornets fan. We just uh, confirmed it on this on this uh, podcast right now. So for all the Charlotte Hornets execs listening, because we do have a big uh, following for execs for the Charlotte Hornets, just know that he's a diehard fan, and he'll fucking punch shit if they don't win. So he's going to have a lot of broken hands.
2: Awesome. That's good. That's good. All right, what do we got to talk about next?
1: So why don't we just jump right into our Conference allegiance? Let's do it. All right for all of our uh beautiful listeners they didn't get to hear last week, but I'm gonna let you jump in start it off go you know what actually this this week i'm gonna I'm gonna change it up a little bit let's get a little bit high tempo let's uh pretend like we're going through like last week's games like in a very intense atmosphere I'm gonna put some like cool
2: music behind it go wait, you do it first because I don't know what you're talking about
1: yeah neither do I just go. <laughs> Um, is, that, is that CSI? <laughs> that did sound a lot like CSI Alright, pretend the CSI music's playing And then explain your uh, Your picks Or your uh, conference allegiance
2: Alright, well as usual I'm going to go through the order Of um, alphabetical, alphabetical <sighs>
1: by You probably That's have this shit out. in a spreadsheet Don't you?
2: Mm, close enough Oh my god all right, start with the NC State Wolfpack. They had a bye week. They're still 6-1 on the year, and they're heading to South Bend um, to travel to Notre Dame. Go. On to the American Conference, uh, Tulsa. They lost 14-20 to against UConn. That puts them at 2-6 on the year, and they head to Dallas to play SMU. Go. Big 12, Oklahoma State, won 13-10 to against Texas on the road. They are 6-1, and, and they travel to Morgantown to play West Virginia. Boom. Uh, on to the Big Ten, they beat Michigan in the big house, 42-13, puts them, puts them 7-0 and on the year. They have another big game. They're traveling to Columbus to play Ohio State. Uh, Old Dominion lost 31-35 against Western Kentucky, puts them at 2-5 on the year, and they're traveling to Denton to play North Texas. Damn. Central Michigan uh, won 56-9 against Ball State, puts them at 4-4 even on the year, and they are heading into a bye week. Uh, New Mexico lost 24 to 27 against Colorado State, puts them on three and four on the year, and they're traveling to Wyoming. Get them. Arizona State keeps on winning, won 30 to 10 against Utah at Utah, puts them at four and three on the year. And they're heavily, uh, heading into, actually, they're playing at home against USC.
0: Choo-choo!
2: Ole Miss. I don't even know if I want to talk about this. <laughs> lost 24 to 40, gave up about a million rushing yards to LSU, puts them at three and four on the year. And they are hosting Arkansas. One million. And then finally, my Sunbelt team, Georgia State, lost 10-34 to against Troy. Puts them at 3-3 three and three even on the year. And they are hosting South Alabama.
1: All right, my turn geographically. Pack, pack, Washington. Not really sure how it happened, but my Huskies took a 7-13 to loss to Arizona State two weeks ago. After a bye week, my Huskies are now 6-1 with hopes of a playoff spot if they can win the conference. Mountain West, Mountain West, Utah State. After an embarrassing loss to Wyoming two weeks ago, my Aggies whooped UNLV 52-28 and are now 4-4. Conference USA, Conference USA. UTEP. Two weeks ago, my Miners took an ass-whooping.
0: You really can sell to anyone from anywhere.
1: This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. It's a 0-24 loss to Southern Miss. UTEP is still looking for a head coach and the first win after a bye week last weekend. They face UTSA this week and probably another loss american American. houston the cougs now lost back-to-back weeks in embarrassing fashion to tulsa two weeks ago and memphis last week houston is playing usf this weekend and they'll probably fucking lose big 12 12. iowa state my mighty cyclones put a clinic in lubbock destroying the thought to be potentially threatening texas tech 31 to 13 now they're 5-2 and two and play TCU at home this weekend with hopes to completely upset the Big 12 and successfully ruin any chances the conference has at a playoff spot. Mack, Mac, Northern Illinois, after a big 48-17 win in Bowling Green, my Huskies are now sitting comfortably at 5-2 and two with a nearly certain quality bowl spot as they look to take down Eastern Michigan tomorrow. Big Ten. Big Ten. Purdue. After a disappointing 12 14 loss to Rutgers last weekend, my Boilermakers are 3 and 4. This weekend, they play at home against Nebraska for a much needed win. ACC. ACC. Wake Forest. Last weekend, my Demon Deacons took a 24 38 loss to the dangerous Georgia Tech. Now, with the three losses in a row, Stay Wake Forest, Stay Woke Forest is 4 and 3 as they take on Louisville at home. SEC Auburn After that embarrassing loss to LSU last weekend My Tigers took out their built up frustration on Arkansas With a 52-20 win to extend their record 6-2 After a bye week this weekend Auburn has a tough remaining schedule With the likes of AM, Georgia, and Alabama Sum it up Sunbelt, Sunbelt. App State. With the dominating 37-29 win last weekend over Coastal My Mountaineers are now 5-2 You really? Fortunately, the remainder of their schedule is fairly cupcake with UMass this weekend. They have at least two more guaranteed wins and should finish the season with at least eight wins and a nice bowl game. Awesome. Finn.
2: That was very energetic.
1: Yep, so I'll put some uh, I'll put some fun music behind it. And it'll be uh, some intense thing we do every week. It gets me sweating a little bit.
2: Are you, are you sweating?
1: I'm sweating. It's the workout it's like I need. Workout. Exactly, I don't work out, so I need something like that.
2: It's like half a workout.
1: All right. Oh man. All right. Just All right. That was a lot. That was a lot to take in. Mhm. <sighs> all right. Let's move on. Do you have any Reddit here first?
2: I do. Yeah. Extra
1: extra read
0: all
2: about it. Read
0: all about
2: it. Thank God, um my boy the secret sauce put out his weekly max diff called football rankings today. Mhm. And it's kind of interesting. It's finally it's starting to shape up because we have like a good mental model on all these teams, uh, and I'm st- I'm definitely agreeing with some of these because I like how he splits it up into tiers, right? Um, and this is all this is all fan uh, like based, but there's this week there was uh, over 1,600 submissions, so it's a good sample size, um, and it's I mean it's pretty closely related to the AP poll.
1: Do people, can I just
2: go on and do
1: it? Like, can anybody yeah. just do it? Yeah, you can. He, oh, okay. I
2: did, I did it this week. It's it's pretty cool. It's just a series of questions. It was like 24 questions, and you just have a list of four teams, and then you just say who the best is, who the worst is, and then at the end, it, it puts out this model.
1: Okay. Are there some that you remember that you got to pick from?
2: No, I wish I could, but... Oof. Um, you That'd know, it was just like like Alabama, TCU, Washington, and Virginia Tech. So you'd say like Alabama's the best, Virginia Tech's the worst. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty obvious, but then some of them are close like t c u Ohio State, you know yeah, so tough. over over but over time you know as they gather more and more um data points, then it just kind of creates a better picture all right, so here's how he did the tiers this week um tier one is he he labeled it most confident to make playoffs, and that's Alabama, Georgia, and Penn state, okay, although I still think like as strong as I think Georgia is. There's still a little bit of hesitation just because they have to play Alabama at the last game of the season.
1: Yeah, there's no so way like, they're most confident just because, like you said, they're they're in the same conference as Alabama, so that's going to be one loss guaranteed. So yeah,
2: so this is just straight up like if the season ended today, I guess.
1: Okay, because not to mention, I mean, Penn State's playing Ohio State, so yeah, so we
2: can talk about that. We upcoming, will, we will talk. Tier about two that. is the next teams in, so this is four teams: it's Clemson, TCU, Ohio State, Notre Dame, in that order.
1: That's not so bad. Dame, I like that one.
2: Notre Dame made, made that made that next tier, the next team in.
1: I like that one.
2: Okay. Uh, tier 3 is considered solid contenders, and that's three teams, Ohio, or, uh, uh, Oklahoma, Miami, and Wisconsin. So those teams are kind of in the, in the tier together. Tier 4 is outside shot but still contenders, and that's just Oklahoma State and Washington. And then there's a pretty big jump from there down to uh, NC State and Virginia Tech. It says... NC State must beat Notre Dame and Clemson, and then Virginia Tech must beat Miami to put them okay. up.
1: Okay, so uh, here's what I gather. The pack isn't going to make it.
2: Doesn't look like it. Hmm,
1: interesting. Uh one-loss Washington? I don't know. Still still could make it, in my opinion. Number two, Miami should be at least in Tier 2.
2: Yeah, I just don't think they've looked convincing in their wins. They've played, so, I mean, maybe against, like, Duke I'm trying to think of what the most convincing win. I know they've, they've won all our games, so like you have to give them a lot of respect for that. But
1: You're right, and uh, that's that's the thing. I understand like they don't look convincing, but you know what? They're winning. Yeah, so.
2: they, beat Syracuse by, they beat Syracuse by a touchdown. They beat Georgia Tech by an extra point. They beat Florida State by four points. Uh, so you have to really go back into the Duke game where that was the first kind of test that we said because we saw that Duke was playing well and Miami didn't really have any, any data that we could go on. So I'm just wondering if we put too much into them after that Duke game. Because ever since, they've they've played down to – I mean, I'm not saying down because Florida State and Georgia Tech are, are solid opponents. Well, I don't uh, think we so.
1: put too much in. I think they're, they're still undefeated. I mean, it kind of says it right there. They're the best and team for- in the ACC right now.
2: Unfortunately, they're playing at North Carolina this week. So it's like that doesn't tell, tell us much.
1: No, that doesn't help at all. When did they play Clemson?
2: Well, they don't um until the right they're not going but they do they do have a two-week stretch uh after this north Carolina game where it's Virginia Tech and Notre Dame but both at home so they honestly I'm looking at the schedule it's very favorable Notre Dame no I know it's like it's Virginia Tech and Notre Dame back-to-back which is tough but they're both at home because
1: if if they beat Virginia Tech I don't care if it's even a close win it's still a good win but Notre Dame that that's gonna be it you know if they're gonna take a loss it's it's that one right there
2: and so I see a, I see a realistic path where they can make the playoff because they could beat Virginia Tech, lose Notre Dame, and then win out against Virginia and Pittsburgh. Uh, beat Clemson in the ACC championship would give them only one loss in the season. You know.
1: Also, if Notre Dame continues to win and beats Miami, if Miami is still undefeated, does that mean Notre Dame deserves to be in?
2: Yeah, this is just opening a Pandora box.
1: I think they do. I think at that point Notre Dame deserves it. They took a really early loss to a really good Georgia and beat the shit out of USC. And if they beat Miami, who's undefeated, I think you got to give it to them at that point. And I don't I don't think I've ever vouched for Notre Dame like this, I but I think they deserve it, honestly. It's
2: crazy. In in our lifetime, it's always been that Notre Dame's overrated. But this is like the one season where everybody's kind of saying they might be underrated.
1: They, I think they're definitely underrated.
2: Because they're just stopping all these teams. I mean, they, they went into to Michigan State and beat them by 20. Like we we kind of forget that's, about these games. That that's they, the
1: only loss Michigan State has.
2: Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. We just kind of forget about these games. Like obviously the Southern Cal was a bit on a big stage. It's because but, they're
1: independent. I'm telling you that that hurts you a lot.
2: Yeah, you don't so really got,
1: keep up yeah. with uh, their schedule as much because they're independent. But they've
2: still got a lot of big games in their schedule.
1: The only the only loss Michigan State has, they beat the shit out of USC, and they you know had a good game against a really good Georgia really early in the season.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So. You know, if they played today, like, how would that game go?
2: Yeah, I'd like to see it.
1: Yeah, so that's interesting. Um, Also, I know it's maybe not super likely, but what if, like, Iowa State beats TCU?
2: Then what what are you saying?
1: Like, is the Pack and the Big 12 now out and, like, Georgia gets in?
2: I'd say so, unless Oklahoma State just runs the table.
1: Oklahoma State?
2: Yeah, I mean, I could see.
1: But they already lost. Uh,
2: yeah, I know, but, like, there's going to be one-loss teams in.
1: Nah, I don't see Oklahoma State making it.
2: I feel like the Big 12 representative, if it's got one loss, has to make it just with the strength of the Big 12 this year.
1: Yeah, but Georgia is sitting right outside, and Georgia, honestly, is probably better than any team in the Big 12. I understand the Big 12's, like, deep, but their best, you know, lost to Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Like, they're yeah. they're deep with a lot of good teams but not like one of the best at this point it was oklahoma but i mean who knows now is it tcu i don't know because tcu honestly i could see them losing to oklahoma or iowa state at this point
2: regardless it's definitely refreshing to finally have like a a good undecided playoff race in week going into week nine yeah
1: yeah that is really fun that is really fun and I I just – I don't know. I could see it playing out where there's two teams from one conference this year. I honestly could just with how this year's going with the – I could definitely see that. The yeah. Big 12 in the pack
2: because – well, yeah. I could I see don't... from the SEC and the Big 10. Like I could see either happening.
1: Like two teams like Penn State and Iowa State going?
2: You mean Ohio State?
1: Sorry. <laughs> I just fucking love my Cyclones. <sighs>
2: Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying that it's going to be Alabama, Georgia, Penn State, Ohio State, but I'm saying that right, either right, Alabama, right. Georgia, or Penn State, Ohio State could both make it. I Definitely, s- because... I see what you're Pac-12. saying, but
1: I just... I think for quality of teams, I would have to put Alabama, Georgia, if we're going to pick two from one, because those two teams look like two of the best teams in the country.
2: Yeah, we'll have to see. It's going to be insane. They, both, look,
1: they both are top five teams, in my opinion.
2: All right, well, you we want to get into this upcoming week's games?
1: Let's... Do it. Alright, got him up. Let's go. Rock and roll, baby.
2: So this is, I mean, this is the Power 5 week. I don't know if this is going to be for the rest of the year, but there's a lot of closely contended, at least in Vegas' eyes, Power 5 games this week, which is unusual because we're usually doing a lot of G5 teams. Um, But this week, we've only got two G5 matchups. Wait, stop,
1: stop, stop, stop. Stop. (laughs) All right, we're back from that intermission. I had to uh, cut off Jay because I was picking up my phone and deleted my fucking notes. So once again, we can blame this on Tim Cook for making a phone that doesn't allow you to undo deleted notes. Uh, All I'm saying
2: is the two two mistakes in the past two weeks have been on on your end. That's the one common.
1: Tim Cook. That's the one common thing. Yeah, you're right. They've both been on Tim. So, okay, yeah. So we all need to move over to, like, Android products It's probably, probably Go for the it. You, you for it. You let me
2: know how that. You switch over to Android, and then you tell me after a few weeks.
1: Oh, I we'll will. We'll see. Fuck Tim we'll Cook, see if I... man. Fuck Tim Cook. Honestly, I'm not going to just because, like, we don't make money doing this, and I don't have enough money to do that. But, so now, yeah. I'm going to have to do my picks on the fly. So let's see. Maybe, uh, you know, after uh, two shitty weeks, maybe this is what it, what it takes. Yeah. Instinct. Be... Just pure yeah. gut.
2: Might as well try it. Uh, the
1: way football is supposed to be. So let's do this. This is going to be – I put, like, time and research while I was at work. Rather than actually doing work, I was, like, looking this shit up. So, uh, well, if
2: you did research, then it should still be kind of fresh in your head, right?
1: No, because there's so many games. Like, there's some that I remember for sure, but you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of games. I can't remember exactly uh, what I picked on all of them. So some right, of these well, are going to be, be good. I'll be,
2: I'll be writing them down when you say them, so that way we actually have them in a permanent yeah, place. Yeah,
1: I actually do need you to write these Instead down.
2: Instead of the iPhone notes where <laughs> you can't undo. I can't undo delete, and I'm sure there's like a listener
1: out there that's like, you fucking idiot. Yeah, you can. All right, let's get going.
2: Go. All right, so like I was saying, this is a lot of Power 5 uh, games. Only two G5 games this week. Uh, we're starting out with one, though. It's on Thursday night, South Alabama at Georgia State, 730 on ESPNU.
1: I'm going Georgia State gut
2: awesome I'm going South Alabama for that defense oh
1: my god damn it all right see some of these ones I, I truly don't remember all right go all
2: right and then Friday night we have Florida State at Boston College It's eight o'clock on ESPN go on, Boston College yeah I'm doing Boston College as well Oof, I was, was talking gut. about how I, I'm getting tired of picking Florida State and them you know making me look like an idiot so I I'm vomited just that
1: one out onto the mic
2: it's in Boston College. They're just gonna get so hyped for this game because they finally see like they could they could beat them. They're playing primetime on ESPN Friday night.
1: Like they could actually finally beat Florida State. When's the last time Boston College beat Florida State?
2: Dude, I don't know. Who knows? Like um, in football. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like the the atmosphere is gonna be crazy there, uh, and I mean Boston College has been has been rolling. They've been putting up a ton of points. All right, moving on to Saturday. A lot of 3.30 games. I'll get to that in a bit, but noon, Oklahoma State at West Virginia on ABC.
1: Uh, I'm, so, also, let me pick first on all these. Just since I'm going gut, I don't want to be influenced by your terrible picks. I'm going to go Oklahoma State.
2: Alright, I am doing the same. Because um.
1: you could make the argument that they didn't look you know, very dominant against Texas, but you could make an even worse argument saying that West Virginia barely beat Baylor.
2: Yeah, yeah. West, Virginia, West Virginia's defense, as good as their offense has looked all year, their defense has just looked very shaky. And right. that's complete opposite from what Texas' defense looked going exactly. into Exactly.
1: So Oklahoma State's gonna totally took advantage of that, and I think that I think they're gonna win. I, I, I mean, I think West Virginia is a good team, but yeah, unless you have a really powerful defense, you're gonna lose to Oklahoma State.
2: Yep. Exactly. And just yeah, keep it close. You know. Let's go. It'll be high. It'll be high scoring. Let's go, Pokies all right uh moving on uh 12 o'clock 12 20 on acc network it's louisville at wake forest oh, shit
1: uh what do i have for this one uh i'm going uh you know what fuck it stay woke forest
2: i like that i'm going louisville damn it <laughs> <laughs> i just had to pick my team baby all right uh, 12:30 game on. Also, ACC. You know, you know what? I actually,
1: when I when I made these picks, I now I remember I did pick Louisville, but I'm gonna stick with my stay woke forest.
2: Yeah, you got no proof of your picks anymore. Right,
1: but I do absolutely remember actually writing Louisville. But I don't fucking care. Stay woke forest.
2: All right, it's Virginia at Pittsburgh.
1: I think I picked UVA on this one.
2: Okay. Yeah, I'm going Virginia too. They they struggled last week. Uh, their loss against Boston College. They got kind of blown out against Boston College. Actually, definitely blown out. Um, But, you know, that that was only their second loss in the year. They've looked pretty good all year. I'm just going to chalk that up to a weird week.
1: Yeah, not to mention, like, Pitt beat Duke.
2: Pitt, yeah, they beat Duke in Durham last week by... Yeah, by two t- or by touchdown, but did not see that I think, one coming. Yeah, I, I don't think. I mean, they both beat Duke. Virginia beat Duke as well.
1: Yeah, that's true. So yeah, whatever. Uh, um, UVA, let's go.
2: Yeah, two o'clock on Pac twelve Network. It is California at Colorado.
1: Okay, uh, I'm gonna go uh, Cal.
2: I'm Going Colorado.
1: <laughs> Stupid idiot! I never pick Colorado. They suck.
2: I know. You haven't picked him in a while.
1: Yeah, I've given up on him. So let's go, Cal.
2: Um, all right, Big, big. definitely the biggest game of the week. Uh, and it's College Game Day. This is obviously the 3.30 game, Penn State out of Ohio State. But what I find weird about this is that College Game Day has this, even though it's being televised on Fox. Is that – I feel like I haven't seen that before. Yeah, I don't see how that works. That doesn't make any sense. Because college game day always does the night, or not always, but about ninety percent of the time they have the night ESPN game, or they'll do the the mid afternoon ESPN or ABC game.
1: Okay, so for all of our listeners, l- watch this game on Fox.
2: Yeah, it's just Don't it's very strange. Don't
1: support college game day. Obviously, obviously it's, ESPN.
2: It's the it's definitely the biggest game of the week, and maybe you know one of the biggest of the year. So it makes sense why they would pick it. It's just I feel like they're promoting Fox big time here.
1: Yeah. Alright, I'm a big fox guy. Everybody knows that. I don't like coyotes. I don't like wolves. I like smaller dogs. I'm a big fox guy.
2: Alright, who are you going with? Penn State. I am going to Ohio State.
1: Yeah, of course you are.
2: Basic bitch. I told him, like, what was it, week two? And I said, Ohio State looked like the best team in the country. So I just gotta stick with that. Yeah, you probably right.
1: I just, like, I just... I just still have hopes for this year, like, not being a complete fucking mess. So I need Penn State to just be undefeated. So at least there's, like, other than Alabama, like, one certain team in the playoffs. And you know what? Penn State, come on, man. They deserve it. They've been, like, nipping at it for so long. Yeah, so. be cool with
2: it. Also, something that I just thought of, Kirk Herbstreit is their ESPN night guy. He always does the big games, or just whatever games he does for game day. But is he just not going to commentate a game this week? Because he's going to be in Columbus, you know? Hmm. But then, obviously, Fox is televising it. Unless he just takes a plane to College Station that night, because ESPN's got the uh, Mississippi State-Texas A&M game.
1: He could do that. Um, but there's not, like... Well, I guess they could fly into that little tiny airport they have in, like, Bryan. Uh,
2: yeah, unless he does the ABC... Oh, he probably does the ABC game. Whatever game he'd have is. to
1: fly into, like, Houston and then just travel up to College... Anyway, yeah, we're boycotting ESPN, so let's just fuck it.
2: All right, um, moving to the Big 12. It's a 3-30 game on either ABC or ESPN2, and it's TCU at Iowa State. You know I'm this... in Iowa State. Wait, really? Seriously?
1: Yeah.
2: All right, I'll mark you down.
1: <laughs> I got to pick my Cyclones. I told you I'm going with my gut.
2: I mean, I'd be really cool with it. Um... <laughs> All right, you're going Iowa State. So, we've actually picked five of the last no, four of the last five different. So that's good.
1: Yeah, I have a feeling like my gut calls this week are going to like really backfire and I'm just going to like you're going to start to pull away. This was a bad move.
2: On to a nice little stretch of Big 10 exciting Big 10 matchups, high score in Big 10 games. 3:30 on ESPN. This is Michigan State at Northwestern.
1: Uh, I'm going to ride that Michigan State train.
2: Yeah, they're looking really good. Um, defense is looking a lot improved. Uh, I mean, it's definitely going to be a defensive game. Northwestern's defense carries them as well. But, yeah, it's just that midday Big Ten game, low scoring. Hell, um, yeah. But How immediately after be? immediately after this is Indiana at Maryland, 330 on Big Ten Network.
1: Uh, Indiana.
2: Yeah, I'm going Indiana too. I think this is – I'm not sure why this game is on the list. This is one of those that kind of surprised me.
1: Well, yeah.
2: I <laughs> don't hmm. um, 3.30 on NBC. This is one I'm pretty excited for. You know, when I said 3.30 on NBC, you should know what game this is.
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, I'm going to go Notre Dame.
2: Yeah, I actually – I'm not excited to say that I picked Notre Dame.
1: Oh, really?
2: <laughs> yeah. You suck, man. Um, yeah, the Wolf Pack. Uh, this, this seems like, on paper – um, this actually seems like a game that they could they could pull out because their run defense has been so good and Notre Dame's so heavy on the run, uh, and the NC State's offense has just been so efficient. So there there is a path for victory. I just think Notre Dame as an entire team they're um they're just a lot stronger, and and NC State's defensive backs have been very suspect all year. And that's really the only thing that's cost them any any any. Touchdowns, um, and I just feel like in South Bend that's going to cost in the game.
1: Yeah, I think this will just further prove our argument about how they deserve to be in the playoffs.
2: Also, I'm picking against NC State just so that I hope I'm wrong, and then I can at least have I'm hedging my bets. Okay. Um, all right. Or you could just SEC, pick your school, but yeah, whatever. SEC, it's on. a four o'clock game on SEC Network. It's Vanderbilt at South Carolina.
1: Uh, you know I'm going Gamecocks. I've been riding them yeah. for a while.
2: Yeah, Vanderbilt's just looks so shitty.
1: Oh, you're finally hopping on South Carolina, huh? <laughs> yeah. Didn't you say uh, a few weeks ago, I don't care how many wins they have, I just can't pick South Carolina?
2: Yeah, well, until they played Vanderbilt. I think I <laughs> I left that part out.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, you did leave that part out. That's right. You listed every other team they were playing except Vanderbilt.
2: I forgot about mm-hmm. that. Uh, Pac-12 Network, this is a weird 545 kickoff. It's Utah at Oregon.
1: Hmm... My,
2: this was really this was probably the toughest one for me to pick.
1: Okay, so I'm looking at the I'm looking at the teams. My gut's saying one thing and my head's telling me the another thing. I feel like my gut's been fucking me over a lot in these picks. So this one I'm gonna go with my head. I'm gonna go with Oregon. Are you okay? Yeah, my gut said Utah. My head said Oregon.
2: Yeah, I'm it going is Oregon. This, very tough. Very tough. Uh, so
1: this will also be a, a good you know decider if I should go gut or head from now on. If Oregon wins, then it's just it's simple. That's that's mm-hmm. how I'm gonna do it every every single week.
2: Yeah, yeah. Both teams are coming off three losses. Uh, all the first two losses for Utah were very close against good teams. Then they got beat by 20 points against Arizona State last weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oregon, on the other hand, was getting blown out all three weeks, and that's kind of why I chose uh, chose Utah.
1: Yeah, I was looking at Utah and they look enticing, but nope. I think Oregon's actually gonna going to do it
2: yeah the the big thing for me was that it's it's in eugene so that was right um, that right. was a reason i just oregon has not looked the same ever since their their quarterback and their running back both went down
1: that's true no they don't I and mean, i'm not saying that they're a good team i just i don't know we'll see
2: we shall see all right back to the big 10 this is of course on fs1 and it's minnesota at iowa at 6 30
1: yeah i'm picking iowa i have no faith in minnesota
2: yeah, I picked Minnesota. I feel like I've picked them every time, so this is <laughs> gonna be the, gonna be the first time I'm picking against Minnesota. My Somebody head and just, my
1: gut both told me Iowa. I didn't have to uh, separate the two.
2: Yeah, although Iowa just lost to Northwestern, um, but yeah, I'm yeah, picking Iowa as well. Who,
1: when's the last? What was the last uh, Minnesota win, though?
2: The last Minnesota win was this past weekend against Illinois.
1: Yeah, it was against Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I have no yeah. faith in Minnesota.
2: Alright, um, SEC matchup. Mississippi State traveling to College Station. It's a seven fifteen game on ESPN.
1: Alright, I do remember this one. I remember what I wrote down for this one. I wrote down A&M.
2: Yep, yeah. Uh, they, I mean, they're, they're looking a lot better. And Mississippi State's not a bad team, but they've never played well in College Station. I don't know how much um, that actually matters because it's you know different teams, but I don't know. I, I feel like there's something behind it. I don't think they've won at... College Station since they've joined the SEC. Okay, but
1: also, I thought this was interesting. Um, Mississippi State is a one-point favorite. Put money on this game.
2: Yeah, or this is something that Vegas knows.
1: No, I'm putting money on the, I don't fucking care. Fuck Vegas. I'm putting money on this game. This this game's going to... Oh, my God, yeah. No, I'm putting money. I, I'm not saying A&M's like a great team. But I, I'm not convinced with Mississippi State this year. And... um especially in uh, in college station. no I'm I'm gonna put money on this game I don't I don't bet I don't gamble much when it comes to sports because I lose a lot of money I'm putting money on this one
2: yeah um, and it's it's a night atmosphere it's 715 on ESPN like I said I need so to see what Bovada
1: is... hold on yeah Bovada has um uh, one point favorite yeah that's insane I'm putting money on that
2: I wonder if Texas NM just has a really bad run defense
1: ugh I just don't see it. Uh, the money lines over 101, under 115. Yeah, I'm putting money on this game.
2: Okay. All right. Moving on. Uh, back to our second and only th- two uh, G5 matchups. is New Mexico at Wyoming, 730 on ESPNU. Wyoming. All right, I'm going to New Mexico.
1: <laughs> Stupid.
2: This is an easy pick for me.
1: Nah, probably, I, I only go to New Mexico State. I don't go to New Mexico.
2: All right, um, back to the SEC. It's Tennessee at Kentucky, 730. Um, on SEC Network, maybe Butch Jones playing for his job right here.
1: Well, I am going to be cheering for him to lose his job, so I'm going Kentucky.
2: Yeah, me as well. I'm really looking forward. Like, I didn't care. Even if I thought Tennessee was a better team, um, I'm, I'm going to pick Kentucky just because I want something to root for.
1: Yeah, exactly. Just to, like, watch the game and be, like, cheering for Kentucky to beat Tennessee because that would be hilarious
2: just cause chaos in the SEC because <laughs> I feel like it's going to be a domino effect. Like once Butch Jones gets fired, um, you know, uh, who else? Arkansas is not going to be sitting back and waiting in the in the coaching bidding yeah. bidding war. So they might be a little quicker on their trigger and then Vanderbilt Founder, might yep. follow. Yep. Uh, Miss South Miss is still going to make a move. Missouri, I mean not South Carolina, yeah. Yeah, Ole Miss definitely will. Um, I think they're going to wait until they get their, their sanctions. Yeah, I think
1: for- so too. But still, you know, it might put a little bit more pressure on them. They might be like, oh, yeah, shit, definitely. we're about to lose some more good coaches. we got to yeah. hurry up and make a move.
2: Yeah, it'll be interesting. So um might be a fight. I love that.
1: Right. I love that when, That time of year when uh, the talk starts of who's going where. That's like one of my favorite things. I don't like well, this uh, doesn't, gossip. This hasn't
2: happened in the SEC for a while.
1: Yeah, I don't like gossip magazines about like uh, reality shows. But if they had a gossip magazine about coaches and where they're going to go next, I, I would
2: actually, like, read that daily. Definitely. That's – oh, that's our next Scott venture. Frost would be, he would that, be on the cover. Scott Frost would be on the cover of every ma- – of every. <laughs> that's our next venture,
1: actually. I think we should uh, invest in that cheer-gating, like, gossip coaching magazine.
2: Yeah, we just have to get connected to people.
1: Mm-hmm. Or we could just make shit up. Like, I mean, that's easy. Like enough. tabloids? Yeah. Why not? And mm-hmm. just say like uh, undisclosed sources. We can't we can't give away our sources. Anyway, we'll, we'll we'll discuss this later. Keep going. All right, we
2: got we got three more games. We'll we'll pound through these. Uh, Nebraska at Purdue. It's a 7:30 kickoff on Big Ten Network.
1: Uh, my Boilermakers need a win here, so I'm going Purdue.
2: Yeah, I'm going Purdue as well. Ah, okay. That just seems like the the, the obvious pick for me. Okay. Um, 9:30 kickoff on Pac-12 even Network. Though they, even Washington. though they
1: just lost to Rutgers.
2: Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, whatever. Washington State at Arizona.
1: Washington State, they got to come back and win here. I th- I think they're gonna take it.
2: Even with um, Cleo Tate.
1: Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah, I'm picking Washington State as well. Ah, oh, what? <laughs> you hyped that <laughs> shit up? All right, to talk you out of it.
1: Yeah, you scared me.
2: And then finally, it's a 10:45 kickoff on ESPN. It is Southern Cal versus Arizona State.
1: Yeah, same thing. I'm going back to uh, USC. I think. The Arizona's teams have to stop winning at some point, so it's gonna be Yeah. This
2: week. Yeah, they've hit black three times in a row and you just you have to pick against them.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's just yeah, you don't no.
2: Water always finds its level.
1: Yep. Wow, that was that was really deep, man. <laughs> Water deep. always
2: finds its level. Arizona schools always find a fine way to lose.
1: Oh, that's a new shirt. Thank you. It
2: All just right. has to come out after this week when they both lose.
1: Ooh, yeah. That that would be really awkward if I if I did it before, you know what I'll probably yeah, they, like. Make like went sh- out the season. I'll probably like make the shirt tonight and then like wait, <laughs> or I should just post it and then yeah they go like undefeated and uh, we don't sell any of the shirts like pretty much all the other shirts we have like uh we've sold like twenty shirts in total, nice so we're we're getting there we're up to like five hundred followers on Twitter pretty big deal
2: hey. Alright,
1: alright. So that wraps up uh, the official episode 19. Unofficial episode 20. Because we have that little secret uh, episode. When we get rich and famous, I'll release the one of just me talking to myself. Because you're not mm-hmm. in it at all. So, yeah. Alright. Awesome. Alright. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed this episode. Enjoy my music afterwards. I still have all that cool fucking funky ass music that I've been making and enjoy uh, the Astros tonight. Let's go Astros.
2: Yeah, I'm about to take a shower and then head out and watch that somewhere.
1: Yeah, before we head out I just wanted to mention one last thing. Uh, I did a little digging and found out that um, there were Nazis living in Los Angeles during the time of World War II and they actually started construction on a, uh, a future White House for Hitler if he won the war and the site is still there. So uh, in the Los Angeles area, there is Hitler's White House. Um, almost exactly seven years after uh, Hitler died, the then owner of the Dodgers decided that Brooklyn was too black; too many black people were going to their games. Um, so he left and went to Los Angeles. Um, you know, you you decide, but I'm just saying those are probably pretty good reasons to cheer for the Astros.
2: Yeah, I think that's enough said.
1: Los Angeles is very, very racist. All right. Um. All right. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.
0: This is ham soaked It is loaded with booze. God damn it, Frank! Eating your drinks? That is genius. That is genius.